Yo, what's up? It's Alex from Young Culture, and you're listening to We Podcast, and we know things right now. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of We Podcast, and we know things where we usually recap all the week's nerdy news, but tonight, for the fifth time, I feel like it's some sort of, like, annual he's, tradition. He's a new host. Yeah. New host, Sergio Anello. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, hey, we, guys. We, we are joined by Sergio Anello, good friend. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us for a couple minutes this afternoon. Guys, thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk to you, as always. It's been, it's been too long. It's been too long. That's right. It has. It's been at least, what, seven months almost since we've done this? It, it, it feels longer than that, to be honest. Yo, it, yeah, it might it might be. It, it, no, it's been it's been at least nine because we didn't do any interviews while my wife was pregnant. Oh my god! So. Yeah, it seems like the other day, like I put out the last thing and we were talking, and here we are again. Yeah. So you know that when we have Serge on, there's good news in the music world. So we have you coming on just to talk about it. You have a new EP dropping very soon, a hodgepodge of modern furniture and antiques. Again, let's just have a brief conversation about that. Serge, tell us about this new record. That's a tongue twister of a title. To start. <laughs> um, even a short. Oh, go ahead. No, I was like, you had to tell us where you got the, the, the name, of course. It all it all ties in. So I was going to say, keeping it short, basically, during the, the pandemic, I was writing, obviously, had a lot of time on my hands. And I was originally going to put out this, this uh, like, collection of songs that were uh, basically phone demos. Nothing else to them. It was maybe going to be like a band camp thing or whatever. And um, the title came from, I was, I was talking to someone, and I'm like, it's a hodgepodge of songs. And then randomly, like whenever I use a word that's typically not in my vocabulary, I like to like look up the, the dictionary meaning and how they use it in a sentence. And it was like, uh, you know, Joe's apartment is a hodgepodge of modern furniture and antiques. And I was like, that's exactly what my mind feels like <laughs> right now. I'm going to call it that. And uh, here we are today. When they... It, it, it's funny because I was just listening to an older podcast with me and Greg, and I was trying to say that word, and then Greg made fun of me for like the next two minutes, but that was the word <laughs> I was trying to say was hodgepodge. And Greg was like, well, same made word, you know, and I just kind of laughed. hear you say, I'm, I'm just like laughing internally. It's, it's an odd, it's not a word I, I typically used before uh, before all this. Uh, I could have you know, uh, sworn that you got the title for the record based off of like the tagline of the antique store underneath of the lumberyard. I was it like, does sound like it would be like a tagline of an antique store. It <laughs> makes perfect sense. Or, or you're a collector of antiques. Exactly. It was the, the way I saw it, like with what the songs were about, it was like, I'm very like in my own head. And I imagined if my head was a living space, what would it look like? It'd be very like sleek and empty, but then there'd be all this like, trauma and bullshit and old thoughts and, and fears and worries like just kind of floating and that's the antique section you know what i mean yeah so it made it made sense to me at least so naming it this are you still linked with sunday drive records for this one yes yeah, so this will be out on sunday drive uh september 17th um this one was a little bit different because obviously we were we were all quarantined and you know, we, we couldn't exactly go into a studio. So the, the story behind that's pretty cool. It started out with me and my buddy, Brandon, who plays in a band called Bother None. 
And um, it was just going to be these phone demos with like him maybe adding like one other like instrument behind it and seeing how it came about. And next thing we knew, he reached out to his drummer who started tracking. And then we were like, this actually could be bigger. I ended up reaching out to a good friend of mine uh, named Kyle Conan, who uh, used to work for Ace prior, uh, before it was the Lumber Yard. And uh, he's got like a home studio now. So I ended up going there and what we thought was going to be like an acoustic guitar and some drums and me singing ended up turning into like a, a full production thing, which, which was fun. Yeah, but fun. Yeah, I, I love that going in, like you just said, you went in, you know, I think it was going to be this and it turned into that. That's awesome. Yeah. It, I mean, that's typically the way I do things where I'm like, I'm going to keep it, you know, low key or whatever it might be. And then I get crazy with it and just start adding a thousand different sauces <laughs> and spices to the... <laughs> For the meal, you know. I mean, yeah. How did, did you find? Did you find writing the songs or recording it like more difficult? Being like, you know, still like under COVID and everything. It wasn't kind of difficult you... in the sense of um of writing. It was like you have to realize when I first met up with Kyle to like say like, all right, we're gonna sit down and do this. We had to figure out how to do it a in the safest way possible, and then b he was the first person I had seen besides like my very tight inner circle yeah and uh like you would have thought i just got let out of like prison or something like i didn't know how to like interact <laughs> with people i was panicking and uh you know it it slowly eased up because then you know the, we ended up getting vaxxed and all that stuff so that that gave us a little bit of uh you know comfort but that was the that was the biggest thing there was never more than two people in a room yeah. At the same time. Now you're doing so like, some, you're doing something that is uh I almost am shocked in 2021 when I see this, but like you're doing a physical release for this record too outside of digital. So you you know, in a pandemic, yeah. you know, that's you're doing a lot of packing and a lot of shipping. It, it's nuts because like I said, I was thinking like this will be a band camp release and then once we, you know, it turned into this. I was like, all right, we'll, we'll release it digitally. But Sunday drives cool with that stuff where they were like, you know what, let's, let's do posters. Let's do stickers. Let's do a CD. I like, like to have something. Old so school. We, yeah. So we did a limited, uh, you know, amount. Um, but it's just cool. I think it's cool to be able to hold something, whether you're going to listen to a CD or not, just to kind of have that in your collection or for me, just to have something I made, physically in front of me it's a cool feeling i just uh i recently just bought a new car and when i was cleaning out the old car lo and behold in the center console i found five copies of teller be told (laughs) so i'm thinking i'm thinking to myself do we do a a giveaway to the listeners what what do we do uh so yeah i have five copies that's sitting about two feet away from me right now they could be a uh, coffee coaster for you if you want. <laughs> no, no, bro, I still listen to that record all the time. Just letting you know. No, but but make sure you go follow Sergio Noel on IG. The link's in his bio, which takes you right to the CD. With shipping, it's 11 bucks. You you literally can't beat it. For real. And yeah, we, we kept costs down and stuff, which is nice. Nobody wants to spend a million bucks. No, because, you no, know, and shipping too, because, you know, the pricing for shipping now is outrageous. So it's like you guys really looked out. Yeah, believe me, I know. Like, 
I'm one of these people that order a bunch of things a week because it keeps me happy. And I just <laughs> show me both. Shipping's, shipping's more than what I'm ordering half the time. <laughs> you're, 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 and you're, that's that part you're not wrong. And, you know, I, you know, I sell a few things on eBay. And, you know, when you go see them fees, if it's going to California, you know you're basically spending over 20 bucks. Exactly. Like, you, you take a hit with that kind of stuff. So, yeah, exactly. You know, it's nice. People will get it. They could, they could listen to it. There's posters they could hang up on their wall like we're like we're uh 15 and 16 <laughs> before we get into like track by track because we generally do that we run through the tracks with you the, my favorite part of the record is the cover art how did that get inspired it's funny because the the cover art right off the bat like i wanted to do like this image of like a two-track or four-track recorder and uh kyle's girlfriend's daughter was like going to school for uh, digital art and all that. And I, I basically gave her the idea and, and she put it together. And then uh, Jonathan, who runs Sunday Drive, he always oversees the art for me. So he ended up uh, doing, you know, certain stuff with the, the lack of better words, the filtering of how it would come out to, to give it that textured vibe and, he did the album or, or the uh, CD layout and everything. So between the two of them, it uh, came out phenomenal. But the goal was basically to have it look like like a 19, late 70s, 80s, like Circuit City ad almost. Does that make sense? Yeah, like this is something I would be like, I would be getting like a Sears catalog as a kid. I'd say, oh, I want that for Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, that's exactly it. Like an old electronics ad that you would get as a, as a kid. That was the, the overall thought process with it. And again, it's Sergio underscore Anello on Instagram. S-E-R-G-I-O underscore A-N-E-L-L-O. Check out the cover art that we're, that we're talking about. But I just got struck like crazy because we're, we're at an age now. This is how weird getting old is. We're all around the same age-ish. Um, it's crazy that we're talking about friends, girlfriends, daughters now. I know. I know. It's, it's crazy. Like what? It's, it's weird because I still think I'm, you know, in my head, I'm like, I'm like 20 something. I'm almost 40. So when someone's 21, I'm like, they're, they're a child almost. When we first, mind. when we first interviewed you for the first time, I was not married and I did not have two children since our first interview. I've gotten married and had two kids. That's wild. Gosh. I've gone backwards. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. I, dude, I'm feeling the same way. Like, damn, Greg's just running for me and you were trailing behind. I want you to adopt me, Greg. <laughs> yeah, we have room. There's always room at the end for you, brother. I appreciate it. Oh, my goodness. Let's run through the tracks. Um, there's five tracks in this record. So we'll just do, I'll name the track. And you don't have to go into like a full, this is exactly what I was thinking at the time. Just give us a vibe check kind of on the song. What's it? What's the deal behind it? Or even just like a brief summary of kind of what was going through your head. You go with that? Absolutely. We'll start at number one, go right through. So give us the outcast and the alchemist. So that was the uh, first song I wrote. Uh, right as like quarantine hit and the song, the best way I could describe it. It's, it's about someone or something or just a situation where you're like uncomfortable in your own skin. You kind of don't know where you should be or how, how you should be in your life. And you're trying to attempt to make these like positive changes, but you find yourself just kind of on this 
this hamster wheel of reliving the same the same negative issues and never like breaking out of it so that that that's the the small form of that song like what it's really about and that's the kind of being stuck in a rut well, it's the, it's the longest song in the record. It's three minutes and 47 seconds. No other song goes above 250. No, it was it was very much written uh, for our day and age where people don't have an attention span to <laughs> one song, let alone anything in a record. It's, it's under 15 minutes in full. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Tox- you could listen to it twice on the way to work. You there you go. I mean? There you go. Toxic positivity, number two. Toxic positivity. Uh, I say this seriously, but it reminded me of like a, a Randy Newman song, like something like out of a Pixar movie for some reason. And basically, it, we live in a world where everyone wants to give someone else advice. And I never even knew what the term toxic positivity was, but when I heard it, it made sense for this song. And the song's basically accepting life for what it is, knowing that it's not always going to be, you know, terrible. It's not always going to be great. It's kind of like be lackluster a lot of times. So the hook is so clap your hands and get a little bit depressed. It's it's accepting things as they are and as they come. Oh, I like that one. Nicely said. Track number yeah. three, I Don't Want to Be Here. My favorite, my favorite track on the record. Yeah, that's that's I how I feel. Here. This is how I feel about being a Phillies fan. I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah, I would say that one is definitely the, uh, in my opinion, the saddest on the record. I think that song is about two people leaning on one another for support in the most chaotic, you know, time of life that they've experienced, and not being. Uh, emotionally stable enough on their own to be able to support one another, let alone themselves. And the, the hook there, I don't want to be here or, you know, the main, the main thing, it's just, again, being stuck in a position that you're, you're trying to get out of, but just not really knowing how to. Mm. Yeah. And for, for, for whatever reason that that song just hit, just hit the most for me. And it's five songs. Just it's my, my that, favorite. I love it. It's like my attempt at trying to write like a sad Beatles song. Oh, I think. You, you nailed it, my friend. Thank you. That, that means a lot. Track number four, If I Didn't Know Better. If I Didn't Know Better is actually a cover from the TV show Nashville, which the original song is phenomenal. And uh, I wanted to ruin it in my own because <laughs> I liked it so much. My wife will be happy. She loves that show. I n- never watched it. I heard of it, but I just, just never it, watched it. It switched it's like networks. Great, terrible TV. It, it switched <laughs> networks to CMT for like the last couple seasons and apparently went really downhill. That's all I know about it. I've, I've seen the whole thing. I mean, it, I went through a phase with it. I'll be, I'll be honest. <laughs> there you go. Hey, hey, and then mm-hmm. my, my favorite track on the record and the first song I heard off the record, as a matter of fact, uh, number five, Dear God. And I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have guessed that would have been the one you lean towards. Yeah, that it. I remember having a pretty deep conversation with you about it because I said, "Dude, this isn't a religious song. This is not about like." No, and that's what and that's that, what stuck out to me. That was actually, uh, I guess, considered like a B side, or it would have been on um, no heavier burden. But I had this fear at the time that people were going to think, and, and no offense 
some people in this genre, but I'm not a Christian rock artist and I didn't want it to. Yeah, you're not Creed. <laughs> like I didn't want it to come off that way. But right. the meaning behind the song, I think more than anything is regardless of if people, uh, in my opinion, have any sort of like religion or belief in anything, when you're down and out, you tend to reach for some sort of, I don't, if you want to call it a higher power or something to, to like save you from what, whatever you're struggling with. And the song basically starts as like, a, um, like someone having a, a very contradicting conversation with, with something they don't believe in to begin with. And then this, this God or this higher entity, like answering them sarcastically as well. Sam, hey, I know, uh, like I said, pretty tightish on time. Is there anything you want to add, buddy? I just miss you, brother. I I know we always talk about what, hopefully we got to plan these beers soon. I know, I miss you guys too. It's, uh, believe me, I I would love to see you guys more than anything. I'm I'm the busiest, not busy at all person (laughs) that you'll ever meet. Well, you're going to be away for a little while. It's going to be tough. I'm... Up in, are we talking about the, the California trip? Yeah. I'm still up in the air just because I'm like, it's a, it's a long time to be away. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm scheduled to, to go away for like two months. But I'm also, there's that part of me that's like, I should probably get back to some kind of reality instead of, uh, you know, just kept catching waves and chasing summer for as long as I can. <laughs> I'm, I'm a homebody, so I just pour some sand in my backyard. That's it. Oh, dude, that's the way to go. I say it all the time. If I lived near the beach, I would never go anywhere but the beach in my house. Just be chilling and to grab coffee. You know what I mean? Oh, gosh. My friend, it was always great to hear from you. Obviously, anytime that uh, you have anything coming out at all, please feel free to jump on with us. We'll try to get the technology working one of these times. Um, Please. We're we're tired of doing... You're going to have to figure that one out to me. <laughs> We're tired of doing three-way phone calls, but listen, <laughs> at the end of the day, whatever, whatever works, man, it's so, it was so, so great to talk to you again, as always. It's same with you guys. I look forward to these conversations and, uh, you know, I know we keep saying it, but hopefully things start to, uh, if not get normal, at least feel normal yeah, a little seriously. bit more. All right, brother. Hey, hang on the line for just one second. Everybody, that was our very special bonus episode with Sergio Anello. Again, Sergio underscore Anello, the record, a hodgepodge of modern furniture and antiques out September 17th. Uh, Check it out at his link in his bio on his IG. You can get it there. Pre-order it. Pick it up. Whatever you need to do. My friend, thank you so much for coming on. It was a pleasure. Thank you, guys. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week for episode 251.